In a world full of mysteries, two friends attempt to unravel puzzling events in a number of series. Welcome to The Awkward Theory. What is up, guys? How are you guys doing today? It is me, Odin. Aquí con Valo. And today we got a pretty interesting story for y'all today. But first, like always, we got to start off with our world news. Valo, what do you got for us today? All right. So here is this case. Um, you know how around the world and around the U.S. especially, there have been multitudes of mass shootings? Yes. Well, there could have been three more mass shootings if these men weren't stopped, authorities say. Really? Yep. Authorities this weekend announced they had foiled three potential mass shootings after arresting three men in different states who expressed interest in or threatened to carry them out. All three cases were brought to authorities' attention thanks to tips from the public. Police say he had, so there, there's, there's a couple cases. I'm just going to go one at a time, okay? Sounds good. Police say he had the motivation of, he had the motivation and the ammunition. Um, in Connecticut, 22-year-old Brandon Wagshull was arrested after authorities say he had expressed interest in committing a mass shooting on Facebook. According to a statement from the FBI and Norwalk Police Department, he faces charges of illegal possession of large capacity magazines and is being held on a $250,000 bond. He is scheduled to appear in court September 6th. According to the statement, authorities received a tip that Wagshall was trying to buy large capacity rifle magazines from out of state. Whatever, the story goes on and it says... As the FBI and Norwalk Police Department were investigating the tip, they discovered Wagshall was trying to build his own rifle and had uh, allegedly posted on Facebook about his interest in committing a mass shooting. The statement said authorities did not provide details on what the post said, but I'm sure everybody out there can just go on Facebook and try to figure this out on their own, unless Facebook already took it down, which I doubt. Uh, well, actually, I'm off of Facebook, Angel. I know that you're more active on Facebook than myself, but um, how is Facebook with, like, media and stuff like that? Is it quick, kind of like Instagram to just take shit down, or is it kind of, you know, it depends. up and going? It really honestly depends on what it's promoting, but I feel like with those type of stories, it either will come out with some fake, like, story behind it, you know, mm-hmm. or practically it's the internet you won't be able to delete anything you know what yeah, I mean gotcha. so yeah. it'll always go through gotcha okay well, look, just to finish up the story authorities authorities uh, executed a search warrant at his home and found multiple weapons including handguns a rifle and rifled scope with a laser numerous rounds of ammunition body armor and ballistic helmets and other tactical gear that's like military grade some of the weapons were registered to Wagshaw's father, so they weren't even his. They were the father's, but he had access to them, Authority said. Um, he allegedly told his ex a good 100 kills would be nice. So he goes off, tells, uh, I think her name is Tristan Scott from Florida. Or no, sorry. that Yeah, so I don't know the, the girlfriend's name. Sorry. So Tristan Scott is actually our next person. 
Tristan Scott was the one who told um he's uh from Florida. Um he was looks like I can't tell. I don't know if Win Dixie is a place in Florida or if that's like a name of somebody. But it sounds like a place. Point is, there's Winn-Dixie. Either that's a university or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. There's a parking lot. And fortunately, the sheriff's department was there. Um, he was a 25-year-old, and he had a lot of messages sending out to a bunch of people that like he spoke to, apparently, like at school. Um, a good 100 kills would be nice. He said that. He sent that around to people. Um, and he was caught with a 22 caliber hunting rifle and 400 rounds of ammo. And his intention was to go to that university. From what I'm, from what I'm understanding here, it looks like it's a university. Yeah. And his goal was to go around that university and just cause a massacre. Dang. I'm so glad they stopped him. Yeah. The third one was uh, he was accused of threatening a Jewish community center. So this guy is more of those, uh, you know. Yeah, he's like, Jews. He's yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this guy's from Ohio. Um, he's 20 years old, and his name was James Patrick Reardon. Um, he was arrested for threatening and carrying out at a Jewish community center. Um so the police went, um, they inspected his stuff. It was unclear whether the mass shooting, whether the man shooting the gun was Reardon, but this was an actual shooting. Like he actually went, went out and started this. Fortunately, they caught him and stopped him before anything escalated, but there was a firing at there. Nobody was injured, but it seems like if the police weren't there in time in Ohio to stop this 20 year old man named by the names of James Patrick Reardon, it could have, it could have gone real, real bad. Um, uh, he is set to be interrogated on Monday morning by, by police and FBI. And according to jail records um it's unclear if he's represented by an attorney or anything like that but yeah that's that's more on that um yeah i'm looking at images of these men right now and they look very 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 young um they're all in their you know 20s just a little younger than that i mean a little younger than you and a little older than me that's just crazy man it's just Uh, sad that that this is still happening it's still a thing and we're still not doing anything about it but what can we do? We already gave our two senses about it, but yeah. oh well. Um, so I got two things for you. Okay. Well, one is a little update on the Jeffrey Epstein. So Ooh, they, okay. they actually did the autopsy report, right? Okay. And apparently they say he did suicide himself, right? I okay. do have quotation marks right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay. Supposedly he hanged himself with bed sheets. Okay, uh-huh. with enough force to break his neck. Okay, does that sound like like somebody can do that to themselves? Like, like imagine a prison cell. Imagine how high you have to be to drop for you to break your neck. Yeah, that that doesn't make sense. But I feel like we'll get more into the story later if more things come out. But. We'll just keep this how it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one more, which is actually not really world news. It's actually kind of space news, right? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. 
So the Hubble telescope spotted two galaxies in a doom but dazzling dance. So practically two galaxies are caught in a crazy uh, cosmic dance, pulling each other in a fresh uh, in a fresh image from the space telescope. Uh, sorry, from the actual telescope that took the picture for it. Mm-hmm. So practically these two uh, galaxies are getting sucked into each other and they're just spinning out of control in another universe. Oh, we're not in a universe, sorry. In a different part of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And practically everything that's going to happen in there is just going to be a disaster. I cannot even oh. imagine what would happen to us, man. If we would get pulled into another galaxy. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of read a little bit of that earlier. This is, you know, I'm not going to lie when I was taking a, a dump earlier in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, like, it mentioned something about what you're talking about. And it also tried uh, to chime in about, like, our Earth and, like, what would happen if, like, our sun became this red giant thing that started, like, sucking in, you know, so it started because because that's technically what our sun is doing. It's like it's kind of pulling us in slowly, you know, like yeah. it's very slowly, but it is pulling us in. Yeah. And it's, there's going to come a point in time where we're we're like Mercury and Venus are both leaving Earth and it's just it's going to get swallowed. Hopefully, hopefully by that time yeah. we'll be space <laughs> we'll be the aliens, <laughs> you know. Uh, this was taken in August 13th, and it is about 424 million light, re- light years away. Yep. So practically, whatever's happening there already happened. But of yeah. course, you know, we were too far away to know the outcome. Yeah, we're technically we're, looking at the the past. At the past, yeah. yeah. Which is actually really cool to think about. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yes, I, I remember there was something like, like scientists believe that the sun will swallow both Mercury and Venus. And once that happens, Earth is like like alone. Like it's gonna be like just gone and just the intense heat on Earth. It's gonna kill everybody. But scientists say that if that were to happen, it happened in like five point four billion years. So we should be good for a little while. Which one do you think will happen first? That or the sun exploding? one one for sure though the if the sun explodes any anybody living around the vicinity of this galaxy would die immediately yeah oh for sure see i i feel like in order for the sun to explode it needs to suck us in first uh well and like once it starts sucking in all these things it's probably just gonna go boom like i'm not sure 100% 100% sure how it works, but I do know it's supposed to be almost the same time frame that's supposed to explode as how you said they were supposed to get swallowed up. So that's going to be really? interesting. But, Ooh, well, it's going to be a race to see how we die. For real, so. That's if <laughs> to anybody that's listening first. to this, 5.4 billion years from now, we told you so. We're probably we already dead by then. <laughs> no, I know we are, but like... They're going to be like, oh, no, we got this under control. Like, you know how the government supposedly has everything under control? Like, like if a meteor comes, oh, no, we got it under control. No, you don't. No, you don't. And when they're hearing this podcast of us, 
in the future because we're not extinct or this is going to be some ancient thing. Oh my God, look, we found this strange audio from 2019 and the year of, you know, 5 billion something. I'm not going to lie though. I'm pretty sure we're going to kill ourselves first. So, you know, like True. humanity. But True. All right. So, Balo, <laughs> do you have any idea what we're going to talk about today? No, no, but after uh, the last podcast, if it's anything like it, I gotta admit, I couldn't sleep. Angel, you're my witness. I could not sleep. I feel so bad right now, then. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> well, have you ever heard of Elisa Lam? No, I've heard of La Llorona, but no, no Elisa Lam. Well, meet her Asian sister. This is gonna be a very interesting one. Um, but oh first, God! Okay. I'm gonna have you watch a video at this no. point. Of the, <laughs> no, <laughs> at this point of the podcast, it will jump ahead. So Vala would already watch the video, but I'm gonna send you the video and then I'll cut this out, of course. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna watch this video with me, okay? And then after the oh. video, we'll get your reactions and stuff. And, okay? okay. Wait, it's a movie? No, it's not a movie. It's a clip. All right, guys, we're back. I just showed him the video. Now, follow. you tell me, out of that video, what is your first thoughts? Because you don't know nothing about this. I know nothing about Lisa Lam, Elisa Lam, and I know nothing about what I just watched. I know she's in Hotel Cecile. Sorry, excuse my, my phone going off. It's one of our friends. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I know nothing about Elisa Lam, know nothing about the hotel that she's in, know nothing about this elevator scene. All I know is that she's either really a blind like she literally can't see because she she literally goes up and like presses every single button pretty much with her face right next to her finger b elevator seems to not be working it looks like it's out of service for whatever reason and c she has some really long fingers some like really weird looking hands all right Vala. so the story of elisa lamb well they found her at like they are saying that after this video is the last time she was found alive, okay? Practically, she was found dead on top of a hotel inside a water tank, okay? And that okay. was the last footage of her. She's a, she was a student, at, a Canadian student at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. So she's Canadian? Yes, and she okay. came down... To have, I think they were saying she came down to the States just to have, like, you know, free time by herself, you know, before going back to school. Okay, so um, my question is, where is this hotel, Hotel Cecile? Is this here States Hotel or is that a Canadian hotel? Downtown Los Angeles. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's called Cecile Hotel, and right now it's actually changed names. I'll look up the the name that they changed it to, but... Okay. Um, at the time of her disappearance, um, it was widely reported and it, it was um, increased five days prior to her body being discovered. Um, the Los Angeles Police Department released a video of the last time she was known known to be seen and it was that day of her disappearance and it was the it elevator. Was, it was uh, this elevator, okay. Yes. Um, the circuit, the, the, how can I explain it? Um, her death once uh, she was found also raised questions and uh, especially in the light of the Cecile Hotel's history 
It mm-hmm. has a lot of murders and deaths. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I heard, I've heard of that, but I didn't know if this was the one that I know or... If it, yeah, okay. It's definitely the one that you know. Um, okay. Her body was naked with most of her clothes and personal effects floating uh, in the water near her. Um, it took the Los Angeles uh, County Coroner's Office four months after repeatedly delayed to release the autopsy report, um, which the report... The report's no evidence of physical trauma and states that the manner of death was accidental. Guess that the Cecile now rebrand... Oh, yeah, it's called uh, Stay on Main. Um, Main Street, okay. Yes. Um, practically, they don't know how she was able to get up there because, one, to go all the way up there is only for residents, like people that actually live in the hotel. Okay. Uh, she was just a guest. She was staying in the regular rooms. The hotels, okay. Yes. The The roof access was locked, okay? And okay. not just that. The latch for the water tank had to be opened up with a key, and it was pretty heavy. And she's a skinny girl. You saw how and she she's looked. she's a small girl. She's mm-hmm. a small girl. Um... And they ended up finding her there after um, after reports of the water in the hotel was kind of weird looking and tasted funny. So people were oh, drinking uh, her, her, her dead body. Her, yeah. Yes. So that's kind of, uh, you know, yeah. drinking one of those. But yeah. Um, so practically, well, to be fair, mm-hmm. all of LA water is garbage. <laughs> all, all of LA water tastes like something died in it. <laughs> I mean, you would know better than I would. Yeah. In all honesty, it's gotta so. just gotta start there. Leave that there. <laughs> so there's a lot of speculation of how what was going on in that video. You know, like what was what was like going through her mind. What was she seeing? What was she hiding from? Or playing what was she talking you? to? Yeah. And why they cut out a certain amount of seconds from that clip. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. show us on that video just because it's pixelated on the actual time frame. But I believe mm-hmm. there's like 30 seconds or something that was cut out intentionally. Just 30 seconds. I believe so, yes. Um, okay, so clearly, I gotta just date one culprit here for that. Mm-hmm. That's the surveillance of the hotel. But it was the police that did it. not Not the security. Yeah. So, okay. So, practically, one of the main things that people believe that happened, uh-huh. many believe that um, it was because she did have some disorders. And I believe okay. one of the disorders was bipolar disorders. Um, some thought and some thought not all forms of uh, bipolar disorder could cause hallucinations if not mm-hmm. treated. So, some speculate Lamb had a maniac episode. Um, okay. Thought someone was pursuing her and, and she accidentally drowned while trying to hide in the water tank. Um, the biggest problem with this theory is that her medication for bipolar disorder was in her system, according to the coroner's report. Um, mm-hmm. Her illness was not being left untreated during her travels. She had uh, been prescripted four different drugs to manage her mental uh, health condition. 
and the drugs were still found in their system even after close to three weeks in the water tank. So that gives you how long she's been in there. Yeah. Quite a while, almost a month. That's insane. Um, practically, that one doesn't make sense just because you do have the fact that how does she get up there, you know? Yeah, like how? There's no way, okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing that a lot of people are very interested about is that there's a thing saying that she might actually known some government officials and she was actually out they were actually doing a hit on her so practically yeah like um i believe she had a friend in the cia and she actually posted a a link or an article about the pentagon funded um invisibility cloaks um project and that was right before she died um this project has been in the works for the United States and the Korea, South Korean for some time now. Many have speculated the government or even private company may have ordered her assassination for interfering or oversharing. That's insane. And she actually posted that. Yes, she did. That was one of her okay. last posts. And perhaps, oh, oh no, actually, I have to tell you about that. Let me tell you. Uh, so apparently her posts on her site mm-hmm. are still being posted today. Her So she's still supposedly posting. Yes. So it could have been a smart idea of her like like doing like a timeline thing so it would automatically post or someone's under her name with her stuff. Still posting. They uh-huh. never found her phone. Ah. Oh. So that's another weird one. Um biggest thing about that is that people think that her strange behavior in the elevator was so strange uh, we just couldn't see her uh, invisibility, invisibility cloak wearing a silent so practically there was a guy in that you know invisibility, invisibility cloak, cloak. Mm-hmm. messing around with her you know that's one, one thing mm-hmm. um, the other thing that people believe in that would make a little bit more sense is that someone from the hotel from the top uh, one of the residents actually mm-hmm. killed her like they brought her up there yeah that, that, that's a good speculation because I believe there was one person she was actually kind of in contact with um, but I'm not sure exactly his name but I know mm-hmm. he worked at the hotel and supposedly they think that he might have drugged her and made her, you know, that's why she was act- acting weird and stuff, even though the autopsy report doesn't say anything about that. Yeah. But it could have been a possibility taking her up there and then leading her up to the roof. And then when he was done with her, because she was naked, maybe he, like, did stuff to her, you know? Yeah. And then threw her into the water. Those are two very good options because if her posts about those invisibility cloaks and all that stuff is true, that could be part of the evidence that's here. You know, like this is clearly somebody kind of holding an elevator, just kind of it not working. And then all of a sudden, 30 seconds later, it's working. It could be that, A. B, 
what you just said about, you know, her knowing the sky, you know, looking up at the sky, very anxious. I don't know. Things of that sort. Yeah. Or uh, a combination of both. It could have been. I mean, it's a possibility on many ends. Um, those are the most... Well, besides the invisibility cloak, they're the most believable ones, you know? Uh-huh. Are you ready for the fun ones? Oh, God. There's more? Okay. Okay. <laughs> the Korean elevator game. Okay. This game requires a building at least 10 stories high and one player to enter an elevator alone and press a series of buttons in order to open up a gateway to a parallel universe. This new dimension looks much the same except it's dark. Electronic devices don't work, and once the elevator door reopen, uh, doors reopen, you'll see nothing outside the windows but a red cross. If anything seems off, you're not supposed to leave the elevator. Um, there is also a warning about a woman from the other world who may step onto the elevator and ask where you're going. You're not supposed to speak. So you're not supposed to speak or even look at her. It certainly seems although Lamb was speaking to someone, and some have speculated that she was playing this game before her death, and it went horribly wrong. So, practically, she was playing that elevator game. Because what she's doing on that game is how... It I describes mean, it. Yeah, it describes, describes it perfectly. It because she's on the 10th floor, obviously. Um... She presses the num the button numbers on the elevator mm -hmm. in an order, which is how you're supposed to do it in the game. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if it's the exact same order because it's kind of hard to tell, but it's almost like she does it. And that the one thing is people are like, well, we don't see anything. Well, that's because you're not supposed to see anything. It's only the person who's playing the game that sees it. Yeah. So she could be seeing some trippy things in a different world, and then she messed up by going out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's one of, the, one of the more popular ones for, you know, people who like the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to give you a little history of the Cecile Hotel? Now called the main one. Yeah, yeah. So, well, can I actually kind of debunk... That last, that last, uh, the option of the paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, it's like, to me, that elevator game sounds a lot like the back to the future time machine that if like, if you drive a certain distance at a certain speed at the right time, you'll go back in time. Like in my opinion, very not possible. Do you want to play it with me? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, it's actually one player. Would you film yourself playing the elevator game in a twin-story um, hotel by yourself? Would you do it? I would, uh -huh. just to prove that it's not real. Uh -huh. But I also wouldn't because I'm a big firm believer that you can't disbelieve anything. Uh-huh. But it's very, very impossible sounding. Of course. So it, it, this world is full of mysteries, and that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. But Angel, you're not getting me. 
on no elevator, that's because you know. 10 stories, to hit random buttons, to go see an alternate universe, to get freaked out by a red cross, and a woman that's going to ask me where I'm going. You're not, you just don't look at her and don't say anything. You should be fine. That'd be fine. And then how do I get out? Like, how do I get back? That's a good question. I would have to look that up. Oh. <laughs> so you know how to get into the mess. You just don't know how to get out of it. Okay. As long as the door is closed, you're fine. You'll go back to reality. All right. All right. So the Cecile Hotel, all right? So, well, stay on Maine. That's what it's called now. Mm-hmm. So it has a very, very interesting history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to... Uh, to suicides, the Cecile's history includes all other kinds of uh, violence um, that's happened. It also became notorious rendezvous spots for adulterers, couples, um, drug activity, and prostitution. In 1947, hmm. Elizabeth Short, do you know who that is? Nope. Dubbed by the media as the Black Dahlia. Do you know now? Oh, okay. I just got the chills. <laughs> was, rumored, okay. was rumored to be spotted drinking at the Cecile Bar in the days before her notorious and to date unsolved murder. Um, in 1964, a retired uh, telephone operator named uh, Pigeon Goldie, um, uh-huh. who had been a well-known um, like long-term resident at the hotel, was found dead in her room. Uh, she had been raped, stabbed, beaten uh, in her room. Uh, a man named Jacob... Oh. Uh, it doesn't say the name on the thing, so it's weird, but he was charged with her murder, but he was later cleared of her death and is still unsolved till this day. And perhaps the most infamous... Uh, out of all the stories, as in the 1980s, the hotel was rumored to be residence of the serial killer Richard Ramirez. Do you know who that is? Yeah, they called him like the Night Stalker or something. Yes. Uh, he had been a regular uh, regular around the Skid Row area of Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. according to hotel clerks who claimed to have spoken to him, uh, he is rumored to have stayed at the Cecil Hotel for weeks. Um Ramirez may have engaged in part of killing spree while staying there. Another serial killer, uh, Australian's uh, Jack Unterway, I believe that's how you say it, uh, okay. stayed at the same hotel in 1991, um, possibly because he sought out to co- copy Ramirez's crimes while being mm-hmm. there. He strangled and killed at least three uh, sex workers for which he was convicted in Australia he hanged himself shortly after his conviction. Um, practically, this hotel has had some things, right? Yeah, it's it seen stuff for sure. Now, I found one that's very interesting. Um, oh, okay. This might have to be um, for a different podcast. Because I found this theory, which states that there was a person that could have been kind of connected to this in a weird coincidence, but there was this guy named Aleister Crowley. Okay. Um, okay. Aleister Crowley's connection is more of a series of strange coincidences. Unless you believe in interdimensional travel as Crowley did, the notorious occultist claimed 
to have met a being described um, as similar to aliens, or greys, as people like to call them, um, named Lamb. Yes, Lamb. The same exact last name as the girl. Last name, Elisa. Uh, Furthermore, it is believed that after the interaction, Crowley used a magical tradition to open up a portal um, of entry between Lamb's dimension and ours. Which of course of uh, which is of course of interest of those who think that exactly what Lamb was doing in the elevator, the elevator game. Um, yeah. Crowley also wrote a poem while staying at the Cecile Hotel in London. Um, he, um, let's see, sorry, um, he wrote a poem. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the name of the anagram was Elisa. So the thing is, Aleister Crowley. And what what year was this? This is the deal. He was way back in the time. This wasn't even close to the same year. Um, Aleister Crowley was born in October twelfth, eighteen seventy five, and died in December first, nineteen forty seven. So that is a long, long time it's, apart. It's, 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 it's centuries. Yes, dude. It's so weird. Like, this Aleister Crowley guy is interesting, dude. He's, it's someone that I really want to look up for our next podcast because he has an occult to his name. And he's also, um, like, how can I explain it? Inspired other occults in the same manner and this dude is straight up evil dude it's weird it's weird and kind of like interesting at the same time you know I, I, oh god okay because all the coincidences on that you know like how would you how would you debunk this you know uh, now I'm gonna ask you a question now if this guy's so evil mm-hmm. and there's this girl by the name of Elisa Lamb who went into like it sounds like it was intentional a water well where people are going to drink from true what if there was some what if she was like a like a human who was carrying something that people shouldn't have drank that people did drink because she was in the well to die. That's 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 actually something I just thought about with you. Um, and now people drank this water that had this strange taste to it because she was dead in the well that people were drinking from unknowingly. In a hotel that's live and active, that's functioning, on a daily basis. It's not like they closed it down till they figured out what happened. No, this kept on going. People are drinking and drinking this water, using the, the waters from showerhead, from sinks, from everything. Um, I'm going to type something in real fast. Um, what you're saying kind of like gets me into another conspiracy that I told myself I wasn't going to include. And I'm just going to say now. I'm sorry, Brandon. You told me not to put this part in because I understand it's kind of bullshit. Um, but 
so there's a vaccine follow okay uh-huh um that was actually kind of named at the same same around timeline as her death and it was for tuberculosis and they tb okay yeah, and they called it uh i believe they called it the lamb um let's see there's no way yeah there is no way yeah dude <laughs> i'm not lying it came out like pretty much so people drank this water that maybe gave them this certain disease so this could also be like a pharmaceutical conspiracy where you know these big pharmaceutical companies are pulling the scam and they're like oh this hotel's weird let's infect this place let's send this girl to go die in this water well so that these people catch this certain disease and you have this cure that we're going to create that's called the lab okay sounds so, like bullshit so- but so this is the this is yeah it's legit called the lamb it's to test for tb <laughs> oh my goodness no <laughs> and that's the funniest thing dude it's just okay so this is what it's called okay do you know what it's called it's called the lamb elisa <laughs> That's what Are you being serious? I'm being serious. That's what it's called. <laughs> where was it made? Um, the Ukraine. No, you're... Oh, where was it? Let's see. Um, it does not tell me where it was made, and I can't really do much research to actually find where it is, because if not, we'll be here forever, you know? <laughs> but it's legit called that, and it was around the same time frame that... That, 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 you know, when she died, and then they came with that, that name, specifically. Which is just weird. It, it that just, is strange. But I like how you said that, though. Because <laughs> I was just like, I didn't want to say it. It just sounds so strange. Like, it just sounds like it's a setup. Like, it, like I believe that there's reason to everything. So... If she's if she's dead and died in a water well, there is a reason to it. It's not like like you could do absolutely anything. Like, what do they expect for her body to just disintegrate in the water well? No, somebody's eventually gonna have to go in there and clean it out or do something with it. Uh, it's in, it's intention. Watch this or listen to this. On February nineteenth, uh, two thousand thirteen, a Canadian tourist who was visiting California, Lisa Lam, was found dead in a water tank of Cecile's hotel in L.A. County. The hotel guest used the water and was contaminated by her decaying body to, uh, to take a shower or a drink. It was reported by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention that about 4,500 people have been infected by TB during this period. <laughs> Yo, I, don't, I don't know who told you that that was BS but that sounds like a pharmaceutical scam to me <laughs> I mean that is crazy that is that, my, that my. straight sounds like a pharmaceutical scam to me this girl was infected with something like TB they they killed her dipped her in this damn water well to infect other people and now they're selling this drug to insurance companies to patients who need this gear or need this test or need whatever that is. That's what that sounds like. No Korean 
elevator game. No, none of that. This is super logical. This is super planned and it's super calculated. Okay. Okay. It's time for our favorite part of the the show. Okay. With all the information gathered in your head from this story. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is your theory on this? My theory is that this sketchy-ass pharmaceutical company who invented this TB test said, let's find this girl. Because w- what's weird is that there's this very sinister guy that you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. from the 1940s that probably had a brilliant mind for very evil shit. This man probably had all these conspiracies laid out, all these different things on his agenda that he was going to do that he probably didn't even have enough time for living. So he probably set out, was waiting for this one day at this one time for this girl with the name that he wanted that particular female to have to eventually stay at this particular hotel to do exactly what this happened, like exactly what happened. That's, I feel like I kind of agree with you. I feel like Alistair, I mean, it's another worldly dimension thing, but, and this, it's fun to think about otherworldly things, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like Alistair Crowley had a lot to do with this because I'm not going to lie to you, reading his bio, reading all the things he's done. It's, like, it's nothing towards her, like, period, like, it's nothing towards her personally, from from what I see. It's more like him and his, you know, very crazy, intelligent, creepy manner that he did all these really evil things in his life, had things planned, kind of like a, like a Saw movie, if you've ever watched one of those. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, you know, Jigsaw, the creator's kind of dead, but here it's still unraveling, like it's still going, it's still the wheels are still turning because somebody is still working on this person's like mastermind. Like it's still like, they're still working on that, that, that thing that this person still sought out to achieve. And that's a lot what this sounds like. It it sounds a lot like it because this guy, this evil genius dude had all these plans that he only has so much time to achieve that somebody out there had to set out and finish his work. And this was one of his jobs. I mean, it's a good theory. I really like it. And one of these days, probably not anytime soon, but I do want to do one on Aleister Crowley because I think you would find his story really interesting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, guys, this is the part of the episode where we're going to plug in some things. Um, Valo, is there anything you want to plug in? Want to plug in... You know, the awkward theory, we just want to thank all of you guys out there listening to this day in, day out. We really, really do appreciate you. Um, we, didn't, we didn't know, like, how this was going to pan out. Like, me and Angel, when we first started this, it was just more of like, a, hey, like, Angel has this idea. Let's do this. And now we're here every single Sunday posting this. And it's all thanks to you guys watching. Um, one thing is kind of like... Um house cleaning type of deals if we do mess up on things it's just how we are we're not really good researchers but we like no to talk, not at all we like to talk about these things <laughs> and i do lag on words sometimes so my reading is bad and i'm sorry about that 
But if you want, you're gonna have to live with it because it's how how I'm always gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I I give us a solid uh, I give us a solid D in in research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're no journalists. We don't do our research for this. We literally just say, dude, I heard this story that I read that I came across of. This is what I'm gonna do, and we'll read it once, like when we first see that story, and then boom, just pl- plan it out on the day of. Also, thank you guys for giving us five stars on Apple. Oh, yeah. We got like six, five stars, and I'm happy about that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All props to you guys, man. We really do appreciate it. Another plug that we want to plug in is at theory underscore awkward. Follow us on Twitter. We also, um, we also have a Facebook page now. Yep, Odin made us a Facebook page, so please follow us on there. I haven't even looked at that, Angel, to be honest. It's, it's all right, it's all right. Uh, one thing that I want to... Keep clear because I know we're gonna confuse new listeners. Okay, I'm Odin, but my name is Angel. <laughs> yep. Sometimes and I'm say- Valo, but my name is Noah. So, you know, anybody who I'll accidentally call somebody, I'll call Angel Angel, or I'll call Odin Angel, or I'll call Angel Odin. It's all the same person. It's all the same sexy mother chucka out there. <laughs> oh God, but uh, also I have kind of like. A little bit of a future episode, kind of intensive for you guys. There is going to be a week where I'm not going to be here, but we're going to have two yep. special guests joining in, Balo, to talk about some of their favorite conspiracies. You, yep. You'll yep. have to tune in for that. It's going to be episode five. Episode five. Stay tuned, guys. Um, like always, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We really do appreciate it, and uh, you know, we're only going to continue pumping out more content and. Trying to get better at this, because to be honest, in, we're, we're not the greatest podcasters. <laughs> we're not, no, but we, we we try our best, and uh, you know we're learning as we go. So, thank you for bearing with us, and thank you for listening in. And you know, I hope uh, we don't bore you guys with these stories. I I felt like this one was a really good one, by the way. I actually liked it too. Yeah. Keep the awkward theory alive, guys. Have a good one. It's all, it's all on you. See ya. Bye.